Hi everyone, welcome to Zdenex English Podcast. Here comes a new episode, here arrives a new episode and this is the final, I promise, um, part of this mini interview series about the coronavirus because I assume that most of you by now are tired, are sick and tired of this topic because I am, I am, I can't really stand it anymore. I don't watch the news, I don't, I, I don't uh, listen to the radio about it anymore. I'm just like, I, I switched off because it was just too much and it, it's, it's got a bit boring, you know. That doesn't mean that I still don't think it's a serious topic and it's a topic that shouldn't be talked about. It's just from the point of view of the next English podcast, uh, I think that's it, you know. I think that's it. I think we have devoted enough episodes to it. And we have uh, given uh, a chance to different people to have their say about the topic. I think it has been done in a fair way. And uh, hopefully I did at least some justice to this rather uh, dreaded and serious topic. In this part you will hear from Giovannina from Italy, Martin from Germany, Jiaqi, my fellow English uh, teacher friend, from China. And yeah, I wanted to say and, but there is no and. Jia Qi is actually the last person. She will be the one to wrap this up. So hopefully you will enjoy uh, listening to them. I think they are all very interesting guests and they all have interesting things to say. So um, definitely, definitely nice to hear from them on Zenex English podcast. Yeah, so that's this done and dusted. But actually, I've got a few more talking points here to address. Okay, so first things first. So first, let's deal with the website thingy. Uh, as you know, I've got a website. I had been neglect neglecting it for a long time, but recently I managed to put it in a shape that now you can uh, at least uh, go there and click a few things, you know, and it's working and um, it does what it says on the tin, it does what it's supposed to do. It's probably not the, the most cutting edge and state-of-the-art website, but it's what it is and this is the, the best I could do uh, with my own limited knowledge of a layman, okay? <laughs> so, uh, if you would like to check out my website, I would obviously be more than delighted if you do that. Uh, you can uh, head over to teachersdenek Dot com. You will find there different sections and uh, these sections are dedicated to my different projects. One of them obviously is ZEP, uh, i.e. Zdenex English Podcast. Then there is a section about my Czech podcast, you're probably not interested in that. But then there is Kingdoms of Deceit section, which is about my board game that I've been developing or developing, I should say, to, to correct my pronunciation. And uh, last but not least, uh, you can find out some more things about me as a teacher and um, yeah, and other things too, bits and bobs, you know. So please check it out. You can also leave a comment there because there are several comment sections there. So uh, obviously I got inspired by Luke from Luke's English Podcast. I'm using the same service, Discuss it's called. So you can leave a comment there just to say hi, how are you Zdenek? Uh, this website seems interesting. Or you could even say, yes, Zdenek, I think uh, this is how you could improve your website. 
and then, uh, uh, you know, if you are nice about it, if you don't sort of, like, um, throw bad light on me there, it could happen. I have had a p one person who has not been very nice to me, but I know, as my loyal listeners, I know you are not those kind of people, because I know you've been with me for, for a long time, through thick and thin. You've been with me, some of you, from the beginning. You heard some of the old episodes when I didn't know what I was really talking about and I wasn't very confident and my fluency was bad and, you know, there were a lot of issues, right? So, um, just do what you feel is right doing. If this is not your kind of thing, it's fine too, of course. Right, now, this is related to my first point. Uh, there are a few ways you can support me. Why am I asking for your support? Well, I'm actually officially jobless. I've got a few students as a, a freelancer, but it's not anything near my uh, usual workload that I am used to. Actually, I think last time I worked this little must have been like right after I graduated from the university before I found my job. So, <laughs> you can imagine. But I think I'm no different to other people around the world. It's all obviously related to, to the coronavirus situation, right? We are all staying home and self-isolating, sort of, you know, um, uh, waiting in our shell. But also, I'm trying to kind of like branch out. I'm trying to do a few things here and there to promote myself as an online teacher. I'm not saying that this is the best thing for me. I still prefer teaching classes in a real classroom because it it's just has a different feel to it. I really enjoy talking to these people, interacting with them on a personal level. And I think some of this is a bit gone online because, well, you can still see the people on camera, but it's, I feel it's not the same. Although there are some really good benefits to teaching online and some benefits to taking online lessons from your point of view as a student. So um, I'm trying to create some sort of a profile, you know, so I'm trying to get myself a bit known, you know, get a little bit of spotlight online, which is something I think most English teachers should do. And I, I believe most teachers don't because they can't be bothered or because it's difficult or because it's not their kind of thing. So... I do a few things, yeah. One of them is this podcast, of course. But I also started, started making these videos, these vocabulary videos. It's called Zdenex English Vocabulary, and it's essentially a YouTube channel. And I record short videos, about one to two minute long videos, where I teach um, different items of vocabulary. It could be words, it could be collocations, it could be idioms or some useful phrases that can be used in everyday conversation. Obviously, I would love if you actually subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, I can't stress this enough. It would be really cool if you head it over to my YouTube channel. It's called Teachers Denek. But if you can't find it for some reason, you can also click on um, Teachers Denek banner, which you will find on my website, teachersdenek.com. So this is another way you can get there. Yeah, because obviously I have a link on my website. Yeah, like also let me know what you think about these videos. You can leave comments on my YouTube channel or on my website or anywhere you want. Okay, I think um, podcasting is still my number one thing to do. 
But uh, it's interesting to try this, you know. It's interesting to see whether people like it or not. It's interesting to learn new things. I'm not saying I'm uh, the most professional YouTuber out there. I'm probably doing a lot of things wrong, including recording myself on a phone, as in holding the phone in one of my hands so that you can actually only see my face there. But hopefully, at least in terms of the teaching material or uh, the English I am um, speaking there, at least that uh, should um, do the do the trick, right? And that should be professional because, as you know, I'm an English teacher. I'm a qualified English teacher, in fact. If some of you didn't know that, yeah. I have graduated from a university, I've got CELTA, I have got uh, two modules of DELTA, and I've got 10 years of experience teaching English. So I should probably know my audience. Uh, I've just realized it might have sounded a bit arrogant or um, pretentious, to say the least. But sometimes you have to do what you have to do. You know, sometimes you have to give yourself a bit more credit because I have beaten myself up uh, over a lot of things on this podcast in the past. And uh, I think sometimes uh, you need to appreciate what you have done in your life and you need to like yourself a little bit. You know, I think it's important and it's not just something I'm saying to myself. I'm saying this to your yourself too. I know so many people who don't like themselves enough, you know. Like there's this danger, like if you like yourself too much, you will fall into the trap of uh, becoming um, obsessed with yourself, as in you might become a narcissistic person, an ego maniac or egocentric person. Please don't do that. Nobody likes people like that. But uh, what I'm saying is it's important to know who you are and what you have achieved and what you can do and to be aware of your strengths, okay? So, I'm rambling. This was not one of my talking points. I've, I've just gone off the topic. I've gone off on a tangent by mistake, okay? It was not supposed to happen. I humbly apologize and I promise it will never ever happen again. <coughs> That's a lie, by the way. I know for a fact that it will happen. So, uh, what else did I want to talk about? Okay, so, oh, by the way, talking about supporting me, uh, you can actually send me a donation now through my website, teachersdenek.com. That's because I created a button which is now working. I know some of you actually, uh, some of my listeners actually sent me an email saying that they would like to support me, but they don't really like uh, or they don't trust this um, way of supporting me on Podbean. I think the service is called Stripe and you can become a patron of the next English podcast on Podbean if you want. Uh, that means you will be pledging um, a, a certain amount of money, let's say $1 a month, which is, I think, the minimum you can pledge. And uh, this is something you can do. But if you prefer sending me one-time donation, then go for it. Uh, you can just press the button and there is a PayPal. It's PayPal uh, service. So I'm sure uh, a lot of you know what I'm talking about. Uh, a lot of you are familiar with this service. So feel free to send me any amount. I will appreciate any amount, okay? But uh, let's move on to the next point on my um, list here. And the next point is... I would like to try out a live show on Podbean. A live show is essentially 
a feature that you can do on Podbean if Podbean is your host. And it's true, Podbean is my host. I've actually tried it already in my Czech podcast, even though I didn't let my Czech listeners, or uh, not, they are not really Czech, to be honest, I didn't let my listeners of Czech podcasts know. And that was a mistake because nobody came to the room. So I was doing a live show, talking to myself, hoping that somebody would come. But nobody did because I didn't let anybody know. Hmm, that's a bit silly, isn't it? It's, it's a bit stupid of me. But I think I've learned my lesson. So now I know what to do. So I would like to announce here on Zdenex English Podcast that this Friday at 9 p.m. EU time, Central European time, um, I'll be doing a live show on Podbean, live show of Zdenex English Podcast, which is uh, basically a chance for you to ask me some questions live. So you can come to a room. It's like a chatting room. We will not, unfortunately, hear your voice, but you will be able to hear mine. So I can uh, respond to your questions actually live. Yeah? And then this is getting recorded and it will be published as a regular episode of Zdenex English Podcast. The questions you can prepare for me are any questions related to English language, any questions to teaching English, any questions to my personal life, any questions um, not to, but about my personal life, any questions about my life in the UK. As you know, I've come back from the UK. So if you're wondering what it was like there and what were some challenges of living in the UK and what were some benefits of it, please prepare your questions. You can also just come and um, come up with the questions on the spot, you know, on the fly, in the spur of the moment. That's fine too. And we can have an interesting chat there. Uh, we'll be responding to what you have to say. Yeah, so yeah, hopefully I'll see at least some of you there. I think it makes sense to do this even if there are, let's say, three, four people. If there are more, well, uh, the more the merrier, obviously. But uh, either way, I just wanted to try this because... It's, it seems to be an interesting, cool thing to do. And also, I think I like this sort of um, added pressure that there will be on me because when I record episodes like these, I always know if I mess up, if I say something wrong, I can always, you know, sort of scrap it. I can record it again. But I, I'm not sure I can do that with a live show. Probably not because I invite the people there. It feels more like an English lesson. If you, if, if I mess up, well, I mess up. I just have to apologize for it and, um, and carry on, you know. So, yes, that's it. The final point I would like to mention is that I would like to actually offer some online classes to you as my listeners. I'm not going to tell you exactly how much they cost. I know for some of you guys it's too much. I apologize if you're one of those people. It's really interesting because about uh, two months ago, when I was coming back from England, I recorded that episode. How, how, how should I describe it? Basically, I was full of emotions. And I always do that whenever I move to one place or come back from another place. Yeah, I always do that and, uh, because I know this is, this is the time when I'm full of emotions. It's probably one of the best episodes because of that, because I have a lot of things to say. So remember when I was sort of like telling you that I, I, I was jobless? Yeah, it's true. It's true. I didn't have a job because I was obviously coming back home and um, I broke ties with my language school. Not, not really broke ties. It's probably the wrong expression. But I, um, I parted with my language school because 
I can't really effectively teach for them from the Czech Republic unless I do some online classes, but uh, I might do that later. Anyway, I was surprised how many people actually got back to me. About five of you were interested in having English classes with me. I couldn't believe my eyes. I thought maybe one or two, but it was five. Now, I know for some of you it's a bit too expensive, and I apologize for that. But uh, I think it's a standard price for an English class, to be honest. And I'm also giving you a discount because you are my listeners. It's actually more in reality for anyone else. But I kind of appreciate the fact that you're my listeners. You know me. You know what you're getting, what you're paying for, because you know my English. You know how I teach, kind of, because... Well, because you've heard me explaining grammar and vocabulary and things like that. So that's what I want to say. I want to say that if you're still interested in online lessons or if there's any, if there's anyone new who wants to uh, try this out, well, just get in touch with me. Again, my website is teachersdenek at gmail.com. Okay. Or uh, there might be different ways you can get in touch with me, like via my Facebook groups, Denek's English Podcast Facebook group or something like that. Anyway, If you want some classes, it could be conversation classes, it could, it could be classes where I teach you some grammar, vocabulary, or it could be classes where I prepare, prepare you for some exams like IELTS or FCE, CAE, what have you, okay? Please do get in touch with me if you're interested. But I think, I think I've made this introduction way too long, although I think it was necessary because, well, like I said, there were a few points to address. Um... If you're wondering why one of the points that I was supposed to address was not my new podcast, well, that's because I haven't launched it yet. I haven't launched it. I'm thinking about it, okay? I'm I'm still in the process of putting things together and I've I've recorded a pilot episode and sent it to a few people. If you are interested, again, send me an email and I will send you the first episode and you can tell me what you think, okay? I will sort of pick your brain about it. I'll I'll get some feedback from you and hopefully it will help me. Mm, it will encourage me because, like, is this good enough, you know? Or is this format, does it make sense? It will either encourage me or discourage me. <laughs> we will see about that. But anyway, it's time for you to listen to Giovannina from Italy. After Giovannina, you will hear from Martin from Germany. And last but not least, uh, there will also be Jiaqi from China. So, until next time, bye. So, Giovannina from Italy. Hi, Giovannina. Great to be talking to you again. Hi, how are you, Zedel? I'm okay. I'm okay. Thanks for asking. So, we're talking about the coronavirus here. I hope you are okay with that. Yes, of course. Yeah. So, um, last time we tried to record, there were some technical issues, which was my fault. I apologize for that. Hopefully, this time okay. it will all work perfectly well. Okay. Yes. <laughs> And let's, let's hope together, shall we? So, we know that Italy was the country uh, affected by this crisis the most first, right? It all mm -hmm. kind of broke out in Italy when, when looking at Europe, didn't it? Uh, yes, I have to say, like, uh, I mean, Italy, it's, uh, yeah, as you said, is the most affected country. And uh, the situation is still, uh, is still very, very bad, I would say, mm -hmm. for the moment. But we are seeing some, um, some improvements. 
uh, due to the fact that they take they have taken some uh, very very strict measures. Mm -hmm. uh, so we are trying to cope with these measures in order to, of course, save lives and protect our yeah. um, healthcare service. So mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. So these, these these measures obviously were implemented by your government, I assume. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. They were implemented when I was uh, I was uh, I was still living in London. Ah. So I was here. So I I came I came back to Italy on the it was the 10th of March. Yep. It seems a long time ago. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and and yeah, like uh, the day before I think, the day before uh, before my my flight, they implemented stricter measures in order to like, you know, like yeah, uh, uh, yeah to deal with just, the, deal yeah. with the situation, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, basically that's where we met in in, in the UK, yeah, uh, in the language school. So, uh, well, I left I left a few few days after you, about 10 days later. Um, but uh, well, in my country it's nowhere near as bad as in yours. So, what is the do you do you have any idea why this happened? Like what's the why? Uh, Why you? You know, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I, I actually, I don't get it too, uh, either. Sorry, because um, I don't know why. Uh, I mean, there are, there are, of course, here in Italy, there are many issues which are related to our healthcare service. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure why this uh, infection spread so so quickly here in this uh, in the country uh, i think it's just because uh, especially in the north as far as, as you know in the north part of italy there are many cases um and uh, i think it's just because maybe there are many for example chinese businesses yeah. in milan or uh, and yeah in other parts of the of, of italy mm -hmm. uh, i mean in the north part so i think it's just because maybe uh, they didn't Uh, they didn't take the um, the measures at uh, at the right time, of course. Yeah. Uh, so that's why maybe, uh, of course, there was like they trying to do something, of course, but it wasn't enough. So yeah. So uh, maybe maybe you underestimated it first. And obviously, it's much it's much easier for us to say because we can see the example of Italy. See, because you were kind of the pioneers. In a negative sense, unfortunately, <laughs> you, yes. were the, you were the first ones to the, that it happened to, and the, the Chinese, I, I feel like they didn't say much about this, you know. So they just brought it. They just sort of like brought it to Italy, and, and you didn't know what to do about it. And, uh, yeah, and yeah. also I know that at some point, uh, for example, the students who were uh, attending university in the north part of Italy, they decided to go back to their own regions, so yeah. to the south part of Italy, so they spread the virus. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, subconsciously yeah. They, they did it, but they, wasn't, they, were, they weren't aware of the consequences. Of, of course, of course. Because, ramifications of this, so. Yeah, because there was no official policy on it yet. It yeah, was, it, it was it was yet to happen. So yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So they didn't know what they were what they were doing actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so just they 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 went back to, to their own regions, um, and of course they spread the virus all over the nation. So yeah, yeah. and also there is one thing um, <clears throat> or one other aspect. That, like, is it because what I heard is that the Italian uh, population is quite old. What I mean by that is that you've got uh, more older people than any other place. Is that, yeah. is, is that true? 
Yeah, that's true. Especially, for example, in my region, I'm from Genoa. Yeah. Um, so from Liguria and uh, there are many many like uh, like many older uh, people uh, yeah. compared to the to the rest of the of the of the of the country yeah. and yeah. the nation and uh, of the world as well yeah. so yes I would say that maybe that's another thing that um, led to uh, this to the current situation here mm. so yes unfortunately yes uh, so so yeah, I mean, like uh, it, it can it can happen everywhere, but of course, Italy was uh, affected also because uh, of, of course the, the the people are are likely to if they are older, they are likely to yeah, to they, die. They, so, yeah, they are more prone to getting infected. And, yeah, exactly. And dying because of underlying yeah. issues and things like that. Well, I heard that the mortality rate is about twelve percent, which is absolutely the highest. Of all countries in in Europe, and like it sounds really bad, but I also think it's kind of distorted in a way because I think a lot of people are infected, but they're just not officially um, considered a case. You know? You yeah, know maybe I mean. they, uh, yeah, maybe they got the infection, but they are staying uh, at, home, at so, home. They are not going. Yeah, if you have mild symptoms, you don't have to go to the hospital. You can stay at home and yeah. see how you feel. Of, of course, once you are starting, for example, losing uh, the taste and smell senses, that could be an issue. So that uh, is the stage when you you need to be uh, you you get you get worried, of course, because. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, you uh, of course, if you are experiencing mild symptoms, you you still have to you to stay at home. And yeah. of course, uh, when you uh, get to the stage where you cannot, you you struggling with breathing, that's the that's the point when you have yeah. to, to go to the hospital. Yes, and, yeah. Absolutely, and I can imagine that your hospitals are absolutely overwhelmed. So a lot of deaths result from the fact that the people are not given sufficient care because there is no there are no. Um, resources for it you know like yeah there are not enough for example masks or there are not enough uh yeah um, staff could it be staff as well not enough staff not enough staff as well they asked to so for example they asked uh older doctors to uh to to go mm. back to work yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 uh, i because, see i see yeah because they need help of course so my mom for example she's working in the hospital oh, she's 67 yeah, okay. so she's uh, she's not old of course but yeah and my i'm a bit concerned about that to be honest with you because mm, okay. she's working imagine. and she's in touch with uh, um, infected people so i'm a bit mm -hmm. concerned but mm -hmm. of course she has to work because she is uh, in charge of uh, words in the hospital so yeah, she has yeah. to uh, be careful and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> she yeah, has yeah. a huge responsibility on uh, her shoulders so absolutely yeah. absolutely i'm sure i'm sure when this is all over she will be considered a hero yeah, yeah, how, yeah, she, yeah. how she has helped to, yeah, to, to yeah, 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 yeah. Tackle, tackle this massive, yeah. massive problem there is. So, um, okay, well, we don't have much time because I want to keep these interviews short, but just quickly, uh, how are you? So, you, how are you personally coping? So, you already told us about the fact that you came back from the UK and uh, about your mother working, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, are you okay? Like, how, how, how does this make you feel? Oh, it it's i'm a bit um concerned about the current situation of course um 
I am trying to make the most of my time, so I'm trying to do to keep myself busy with, uh, mm. uh, uh, for example, um, try to keep myself up to date with the news all over the world, yeah. here in Italy and in the UK, uh, and uh, of course I'm studying, so I'm trying to, yeah, as I said, uh, make the most of that. Mm. Uh, but at the same time, uh, of course, I'm concerned about the current situation. I'm also concerned about um, the consequences of this pandemic, you know, yeah. like uh, uh, I don't know about my future. I don't know about my uh, yeah future career as mm. well because mm. you know like I'm looking for a job now and it's very difficult because many companies they mm. are not interested in hiring <laughs> new people struggling with uh, paying their uh, current employees so of course they are mm. uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah they have I... to cut down on their staff sometimes because yeah. it's not yeah to lay them off I think I think uh, I think a lot of people can relate to your experience and to your feelings, Giovannina, including mm -hmm. myself. Sides so, with me, yes. <laughs> so let's just let's just hope, let's just hope it goes away sooner yes. rather than later. We exactly. have got, the, the sun has come out now. Uh, it's a beautiful day. I'm looking out of my window. It's absolutely cloudless, and it's mm -hmm. it's, it's around 20 degrees here. Uh, let's hope this helps, you know, and people start uh, getting positive and um, economy gets restarted somehow. Giovannina, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you very much. Despite Thank you so our, much for inviting me. Yeah, Thank anytime, you. anytime. Despite our initial technical difficulties, <laughs> hopefully, yes. hopefully yes. Uh, this, this is going to work. This time should be, should yeah. be fine. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, okay. Giovannina, and uh, fingers crossed with everything. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So hi, Martin from Germany. How are you? Hello, Stenek. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, it's good to be talking to you, Martin. Yeah, the same for me. Yeah. Uh, so me, how, uh, I'm fine. Uh, also fine. Yeah? Good, good, good. So how is Germany these days? Yeah, Germany is like in every country, I would say. Um, yeah, we deal with the corona epidemic yeah and uh, yeah it's a crisis it's a real crisis isn't it like the yeah. world it, crisis it's a pandemic it's it's really yes yeah yeah so what what is the worst what is the worst for you personally um yeah the worst um for me is yeah um being worrying about um family and friends for yeah. Um, the most was especially all for older people yeah mm -hmm. hopefully they weren't affected in the future yeah i hope so yeah, yeah. and um, yeah this is i'm worrying about yeah. i heard i heard that um, germany has got really good numbers in terms of the people saved like not so many people died when you look at the percentage for example compared to italy or other places so what yeah. is your secret? What is your secret, man? How do you do that? I don't know exactly. I um, I think it's, it has to do with the test they are made. Yeah. yeah. And uh, But I don't know if this is uh, the, the real reason. Mm. Uh, so you think like you have more tests available or more quality tests or you uh, test the people sooner rather than later or what exactly is it? No, first... Um, 
um, people are tested only if they have um, some some um, symptoms. Symptoms like um, yeah, like a flu symptoms, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, or uh, was you um, near to an infected people, or yeah. Yeah. do you visit it um, um, uh, a risk area in mm -hmm. the past, mm -hmm. yeah? and mm -hmm. uh, then you you got an, um, a test, yeah. But yeah. today uh, it's a little bit. Uh, another situation, yeah. They tested when you have um, the flu symptoms, right? Right. And yeah. So what but about the know. what about the healthcare workers, the the key workers? Do, are they uh, tested? Do are they regularly tested? Uh, this I can't um, answer it mm. <laughs> because uh, I don't know exactly. Okay. But I. I went to my um, doctor um, for uh, uh, for some medicine. Um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, the, the weather is, uh, is spring now and yeah. <laughs> spring related, and I have um, trouble with allergy, allergy. Mm. Yeah, and I need uh, some some medicines, and yeah. uh, I called the doctor, and then you you get your regulation how to to uh, behave. Yeah. Um, in the area of the doctor, yeah, and uh, mm -hmm. then you you are on the stairwell and w have to wait until the, the door is open, yeah. and, and then a lady came out uh, with mask and um, yeah. com completely uh, protect with um, yeah, yeah with looked like an alien, I bet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but everything um, is working well, yeah, and uh, I. I I spoke to some friends of mine, and mm -hmm. um, they have the same situation. And yeah, um, yeah it works. It it still works um, in a good way now. Mm -hmm. But hopefully, it um, it will be in the future also. Mm -hmm. So, would you say that uh, your government, the German government, and Angela Merkel, do, yeah. would you say that they did the things right, all things considered? Yes, yes. First, um, many people thought about um, the decision to do the uh, regulation or the rules mm -hmm. uh, came a little bit too late. Yeah. Because uh, we saw um, what happened in yeah, first in Austria, yeah, mm -hmm. and um, the regulation of the government there, yeah. and uh, they closed the schools and. Uh, so and they did it. They did it before you. They they did the yeah, lock, yeah, lockdown yeah. before you in Austria. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. didn't know that. All right. But but um, um, one day later or so, mm. I think so. But I'm not quite sure. Yeah. yeah. But um, but we 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 spoke about oh, better we would do this also. Yeah. And. Yeah. Uh, Quickly and um, yeah, and then you you saw um, the, um, the terrible uh, things what happened in Italy or Spain. Yeah, yeah, and uh, therefore we yeah. And yeah, I think I think you are right. I think in these places they were a bit hesitant, but it was not just in Spain and Italy. In my no. opinion, they were also hesitant in the UK. Yeah, and yeah. now also in the USA. USA also yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then yeah, also you have places in Europe, for example, Sweden, where they are not taking these measures at all. Uh, yesterday I spoke to a guy from Sweden who will also um, uh, feature in one of these interviews. 
and he said to me that they can still go to school. So, yeah, but I don't know if this is the um, right way to deal with with the situation. Mm. Hopefully, um, yeah, they will be on the right way with this. Situation. Only the only the time will show, I think. Yeah. 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 So what about you personally, Martin? How, how are you coping? How does this affect your personal life? My personal life? Yeah. Um, yeah. I have to say I, um, I work in a research center in my uh, city, and, um, but I have a technical job, not a, a scientist job or so. Yeah. Okay. And, um, yeah, we have, we have, um, and secure and not a secure how to say an emergency occupation mm -hmm, mode mm -hmm. ah, and um, for example in our workshop uh, we we try to um, to be there uh, only one person yeah to keep the the uh, general thing working at the institute yeah yeah and uh, therefore I'm now um, two times a week at work right right and it's really, really good for me uh, uh, to have the opportunity to go to work yeah, uh, instead yeah. of being at home. Which, which happened to a lot of other people, for yeah, example, yeah. From, from the section of hospitality. Yeah, I think yeah, exactly. uh, a lot of hospitality yeah. workers were laid off or uh, furloughed or are doing nothing at the moment. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, I know some people, uh, some friends of mine, um, they have the same same problems and they lost the jobs and um, yeah, hmm. it's really, really um, boring situation yeah. also in this area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, so what can you do? Like, of course, I can, I can see now that you can go to work. Yeah. So apart, apart from, apart from being able to go to work, what can you do? Can you go shopping for essentials like everywhere else? Can you do your groceries? Yeah, I have to say we don't have the total uh, lockdown uh, like other countries have. Okay. Now we we are have some we got some regulation from our government from, mm -hmm. uh, for example, mm, you are not allowed uh, gathering uh, with more than two people. Yeah. Yeah, and um, we have the opportunity to go. Uh, to shop for grocery shopping. Yeah. Yeah. We have, uh, for example, the pharmacia has opened. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I said before, the, the doctor offices um, are still open, and you yeah. can go. Yeah. yeah but, that's good. Um, but you can't really, you can't really go and watch Bundesliga these days, can you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 That's yeah. something that I miss, actually, Martin. I miss yeah, football many, a lot. Many, you know? I many miss people. Not only football, other sports also, yeah. Um, yeah, but football the most. Also, it was supposed to be the Euros and uh, the Champions League playoffs, and yeah, yeah, it's a bit sad. Yeah. Yes, yesterday I have to say, yesterday um, uh, there was a, um, a speech from our Chancellor Angela Merkel. Yeah, and. Um, she spoke about when will it end, uh, and uh, she said, um, "I don't give promises for yeah. um, this because um, if it's not the way she she say it now, uh, <laughs> she say says it now, um, then she um, 
you know, make many people angry. Well, I, I prefer this kind of honesty, to be honest. That's why yeah. I, I, I respect Angela Merkel, because she's honest yeah. uh, compared to someone like Trump. Yeah. I'm, not, yeah. I'm not living in America, so, uh, but I, I, this is my opinion I have formed over the years of watching Trump. Trump yeah. is just like an ar- arrogant buffoon who just keeps telling people everything will be fine, everything will be all right. Uh, exactly. We will deal with this as no one else did before because we are America, we are the great, we are the greatest nation. Uh, I understand this is kind of uh, American way of speaking because they are a little bit like that, but uh, I don't know. I prefer the the style Angela Merkel has. Yeah, and the f- the funny thing was, I don't know you um, noticed that um, in the news, Angela Angela Merkel uh, was in self isolation. Yeah, yeah, for, I know for two too. weeks. Yeah, <laughs> for two weeks because she got an uh, an uh, vaccination against pneumonia. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Did she? And, uh, did she? And, okay. Yeah, and the doctor who gave her the injection um, yep. was infected. Oh, really? And, and, oh, therefore, really? Okay. and okay. therefore, she she went in self isolation yeah. and uh, is now back uh, on the publicity. Yeah, yeah I, he- I heard that. I heard that, but I, did, I didn't know the details about pneumonia. Okay, cool, cool. Martin, Martin, yeah. it's been great talking to you. Thanks a lot for telling us about your country. Uh, yeah, you're welcome, Stenek. I hope you. I hope you you guys deal with it in the best possible situation. I think you are doing very well so far from what I could see. And of course, you two person in your personal private life, uh, I hope you, you will uh, have the opportunity to keep going back to work and uh, that uh, the coronavirus ev- um, avoid, uh, ev- evades you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, ah, Stenik, I, I want to, to, um, uh, to say something and, yeah. uh, perhaps, perhaps there are some, some listeners of your podcast, uh, they are working on, on the front line. All right. Like, uh, caregivers, nurses, police officers, mm-hmm. firemen, shop assistants. The key workers, we call et cetera, them the key workers. Et yeah. Yeah. All, yeah. All, all people who are re- uh, really important uh, in this situation. Mm-hmm. I want to say a special thanks to these people and, um, yeah, in all over the world and, um, yeah. Yeah, we we need you more uh, than others. <laughs> Absolutely, I can second to that. And very nice words uh, to end this episode, uh, to end this mini interview on. Very nice. Thanks, Martin. Have a good one, man. Take care. Yeah, bye bye. Take care. Stay healthy. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. Bye. bye. So hi, Jia Qi from China. How are you? Hello, I'm doing very well, thank you. Zanik, how are you doing? I'm okay, I'm okay. It's been a while since I talked to you last time. Um, last time you were in London. We were both in we're London, in- I suppose. Yes. Yeah. How long has it been? Three months? It's been like more than that, I think, Jia Qi. I think it might, might have been like four or five months. <laughs> don't, oh. I don't know, time flies, yeah. Oh yeah. I, I should I should say this phrase time flies when you're having fun, but I don't think it would be quite appropriate, right? <laughs> it's not really fun these days, aren't we? No, not at all. Not at all. We're dealing with a crisis, with a pandemic, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, and I. How are you dealing with? Me, um, 
I suppose I'm I'm better now. I had some health mm-hmm. issues. I might have had it, but then I was tested negative. So I'm like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm past that period of worrying, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm past I was that. really worried your that episode of yours. <laughs> you listened to it. Oh yeah, I listened to it last night. <laughs> I didn't. It, it wasn't. It wasn't the the aim to make you worried. Trust me, when I recorded. <laughs> Oh, but I'm just so glad that you're feeling all right now. I'm okay. I think I'm past that, and I'm 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 getting like my strength back I, in terms of oh. I don't care anymore, you know, sort of kind of attitude. <laughs> um, Good. How about you? Um, I'm doing really well. And um, to be honest, um, I've been in self isolation after I came back from mm. London to to China, and uh, so I spent the whole of February staying in, yeah. and so I didn't leave the house for. A month, so that's thirty days. Oh wow, that must have felt really strange. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, so weird time for everyone. Yeah. Um, now like things are gradually going back to normal. Um, hmm. like depending on how you define normal. <laughs> so, so where yeah. the measures lifted now in China? The measures, the you know, the stringent measures are have they been lifted or? Just a bit. Yeah, partly. Um, so we can go out now, and yeah. to go. To, you know, my, my friends they can go back to work, and um, we can go to public places, um, but as long as you wear a face mask. Yeah, well, it's interesting Being because pop- our country, the Czech Republic, we sort yeah. of like followed this Asian model, and um, mm. not not many not many countries did the same when the pandemic broke out in Europe. Um, yeah, we we were told from the beginning that we have to ma- wear masks, and it's it's a public offense if you don't. So uh, it's not really happening in the UK yet. That even mm. even though there are very strict measures there, people are told to self isolate. I don't think they were told that they have to wear the mask like we were. So yeah, I, I guess it's it's just different measures, right? It's, it is. Can't yeah. say it ways right no. and another way no it's different there are a lot of a lot of countries in europe obviously and every single country does things slightly differently yeah yeah so yeah yeah but oh. like in in china it's very it's very strict mm. um and quite um aggressively to the yeah. point would you say would you say rightly so or <clears throat> do you think it, it might it might be a bit softer um. No, I think, um, well, you know that they, they um, closed down the city of Wuhan. Yeah, of course. Um, well, that was that was yeah. where, where, where it all started, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, no one goes in or no one goes out. And um, that kind of is the way of you know, trying to contain it in one city and stop yeah. it from spreading to yeah. the rest of the country. Because well, we are a very big country and it's very populated. Of course. It would be a it would be a disaster if we you know got out of hand. Mm. Um, but like for for the people in Wuhan, they were um, that that kind of measures kind of limited them from getting more resources. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and even, they, like, they, even like food and uh, yeah. essentials and things like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like hospital and equipments, yeah. there was just not enough. And like many people, they didn't get the you know chance yeah. to get tested yeah. for the virus. 
Yeah. And uh, it's, it sounds as if as if China basically sacrificed this city. To be honest, it reminds me of um, like Chernobyl or something. You know, you know Chernobyl, the the atomic power mm-hmm. plant that exploded in Ukraine. Um, mm-hmm. So what do you do when something like that happens? You know, it's like, it's like even I would say it's a moral que- moral question, isn't it? Like, do you save those people and endanger your own? Uh, yes, exactly. Do you have to make a t- it's like a t- very very tough decision, you know. Mm. You might let some people. It's it's gonna sound really bad and really horrible now, but you might yeah. you might need to let some people die in order to save others, yeah, you know, and in order to save more. So mm. in a way, it's kind of understandable why this was done, but at the same time. It also sounds very crude. It does. It. it does, doesn't it? Mm. And now I think just these days, you know, the restrictions in Wuhan have been unlocked. So only until now they yeah. can go out to the city. And yeah, well, well that's good. good to hear that things are getting better. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. So obviously um, you're the first Chinese person to talk about this on the podcast and I was really looking forward to it but at the same time it's kind of I feel like I've got a lot of responsibility to get this right you know to do justice to to the topic um it's a bit controversial yeah. as well because uh, to be honest in this part of the world we might think that uh, how do I how do I speak about this um we might think that China is doing it in a different way that we are doing it here let's let's say it like this yeah. so even even like in the states they are blaming you for the whole thing so it happened so how did it tell us how it all started so what's the official what's what's the official version of the story then it started in wuhan yeah yes mm. on a fish market or what, what was that something like that uh, yeah something like that Hmm. Um, no, I don't think there has been a real official statement yeah. um, reasons why that happened. Hmm. Um, but well, we think that you know yeah. the people in, we think that it, it started in um, I think it's a seafood market in Wuhan. Yeah, and uh, that's where you know the most cases was found. So when you but, say secret market, like it's just like illegal, like pe- people sell. Illegal goods there, yeah. No, no, not secret seafood. Oh, seafood. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. My bad. Yeah. yeah. Like a fish market. I yeah. Lead the case. Yeah, but I'm not sure. Like, can't can't see, be. Yeah. You see, we have a lot of like conspiracy theories here, especially in the in the. I say here, but it's mostly in the USA. Yeah. Like Donald Trump is saying things like it's a Chinese virus. It kind of, on one hand. We don't really know, do we? But on the other hand, it kind of sounds really bad because it throws really bad light on China. And I don't think yeah. anybody would, anybody, unless you are mentally ill, would want to do something like this. You know, it's 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 yeah. like launching an atomic bomb, you know? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's like, who, who would ever want to do anything like this? We are all going to get affected by it, the entire world. So that's why I'm... Yeah. I don't like these conspiracy theories too much because I don't think it's right. I think it. I think it was probably an accident, you know. Mm, yeah, and you know, um, 
like his statement of saying this being a Chinese virus and yeah. you know on, on I've I've read some comments under it mm. and I mean most people they're saying really nice things that you know it's you know the virus doesn't have a nationality yeah. it kills whatever people um, but also I've also seen people saying that well it's, it's right it is a Chinese virus it, it come it came from China yeah. and you know. <laughs> Just look at things like that on the internet and the, the comments. Mm. Um, quite, it's quite a heavy thing. It is, yeah, quite unfair. And, well, you know how people are on the internet. Like, they just, you know, yeah. they, they don't know what yeah. they are saying or they just, uh, I, they, I, I they, they are hiding it. It behind anonymity as well. So people are just venting out their anger sometimes, you know, so. Mm. Well, yeah. What a, sorry. <laughs> no, I was saying that I probably should stop reading them because yeah. it can, I can get quite harsh at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. So, what about yeah. you personally? So, you said you said you were in isolation for one month, and mm. so so yeah. now now you started coming out of your shell. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, oh. What's what's that? What's that been like? It must feel wonderful to have an opportunity to finally do what you want to do, yeah? My God, yes. So um, yeah, like the whole of February, uh, I just stayed in, um, because um, there was uh, only one person in one family yeah. can you know get out to go out to get supplies for the whole family. So me and my parents and my granddad, four mm. of us live together, and uh, my dad drives, so. Obviously, he's the one who you know goes out every time to get us food and yeah. other supplies for the family, and uh, so the rest of us we were just uh, staying in. Mm. And uh, I mean, I I try to look at the positive side of the you know staying in quarantine with my family, because if you don't be very careful, you can get on each other's nerves quite quickly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we were just like looking at the positive side that we get to spend some time with family and otherwise we just can't get that time because mm. I spent a whole year in, in London yeah. and I yeah, just didn't get a chance to see my family. But yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really absurd, isn't it? Like now that you came back, this happened. <laughs> it's like making up for all the time that I didn't <laughs> spend with family. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just like... Unbelievable! Like nobody could ever envisage this happening, right? It's just out of this world. It happens so sudden, and like at the I think at the early March, now we, we were thinking that this could be, you know, this could really end like in May. Oh, you and, mean in, uh, in, Ch in China? You thought that? Yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. We thought it's going to you know be controlled because. Mm -hmm. Those very strict um, measures. Yeah. And I thought it's going to yeah. get controlled, and uh, I think it's it's really naive of us to think that this, the virus won't spread to the rest of the world. And ah, uh, but it's just very uh, it's a very sad thing to see. You know, the whole world is now under you know the the, the bad influence. Yeah. of this virus yeah. and everyone is suffering and paralysis. Because, because we've seen how 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 bad it can be in Wuhan in yeah. February. 
and to see that happen again mm. in parts of the world is just it's heartbreaking, hard. isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Mm. Well, it's a it's a it's a very very heavy topic and very sad, but um, mm. well. I'm sure. I'm sure there are some silver linings about this. I, I guess it gives us time to be with our families. It gives us time to reflect on the life we've been living, uh, on how we've been treat, treating nature. Perhaps this is some sort of um, revenge, you know, on us for what we've been mm. doing to to it. Um, yeah, you've seen those videos. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, interrupted you. No, go on. Um, go on. Have you seen those videos of you know uh, the the rivers? But in Italy, it just got really clear, and you can see dolphins and fish. Yep. And yeah, Abs because people have been in. Absolutely, and the, the air is getting cleared and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you know, you know, polluted air in China can be, but like when everyone's staying in, the air quality has been the best in years. Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> decades. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I'm, sh I'm sure there are some positives. We just, we just kind of don't see them yet. But yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. Well, ho hopefully, hopefully this will end uh, soon, hopefully. and um, soon. we'll be able to live normal lives again. Mm -mm. Like I, I think now it's kind of getting to the peak of you know the the spreading mm. and. And I'm, I'm sure it will go down in just about a week's time or even days. I'm sure it will, the numbers will go down and yep. hopefully everything yep. will get better mm -hmm. very, very soon. Mm -hmm. and, and on this note, on this um, note of positivity, I would say, uh, or hope, on this note of hope, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say thank to you for doing this interview. Lovely, lovely to hear you again and to have... A Chinese person on the podcast. Oh, such um, a pleasure. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Uh, yeah, the, the, thank the, you so much, Zenik. The, there are some issues with the with the connection a little bit at the end, but I think it's fine. It's not too bad. I think we understand what you're saying. Uh, you're very welcome, Jachi. Oh. And I hope it's not the oh, last time we talk on the podcast. Oh. <laughs> no, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, it would be a shame if we didn't do a proper yeah. proper long interview just with you because. From my point of view, your 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 English is amazing and your accent is brilliant, and I'm sure you could you could be a great example to a lot of uh, learners of English. Oh, thank you so much. That's so nice of you to say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. Okay, Jiaqi, have a nice day. Yeah. And you too. Thanks. Take care. Have a nice day. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks a lot for listening. For more information, go to Zdenek's English Podcast Facebook group or visit zdenexenglishpodcast.podbean.com.